0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of The Right Wing Vegan. I am Scott, and I am solo-dolo today, folks. Kelly is not here. She is busy. Um, She's busy doing some things. She's actually at work, and I wanted to do this episode, and I didn't tell her. So hopefully she won't be mad when she sees this pop up on her little uh, podcast thing. But I really wanted to do this as a primer. So we have... We have well, a pretty controversial episode coming up this week. I think it's going to be controversial. I think I'm going to get uh, we're going to get some feedback from people, and so I wanted to do a little bit of a preface episode, a little preview episode um, of what's going to come later this week. Uh, I'm going to take some heat for it, so. So that's that's what we're doing today. This is going to be an abbreviated episode. It is it is just going to serve as kind of an introduction to the episode that is coming later this week. What I would like for you to do in the interim is to follow us on Twitter at vegan wing. I get into a lot of um, um, healthy conversation with some of the dredges of society over there. Really wonderful people on Twitter. You're, you're reminded every day um, just how great. The world is great houses. You know, you don't lose. You certainly don't lose faith in society after spending some time on Twitter. You're actually reaffirmed in your belief that society is is in better shape than it's ever been. Um, Twitter is just amazing. The best of the best on Twitter, folks. And you should follow me there because I, I engage with them quite regularly. And it is uh, pretty entertaining, I've been told. So there is that. Follow us at Vegan Wing and subscribe to the show. You know you can find this show anywhere. on. So you're listening to it now, so you found it somewhere. But it's available on Spotify. It's available anywhere that you can find a podcast. And also on YouTube. You should find our YouTube channel, Right Wing Vegan. We do videos uh, very rarely, but I'm going to try and get better at that. So, uh, okay, let's, let's get into it. So I'll I'll start by saying that I have realized that we are in big, big trouble. And I felt, I felt this. So I felt tinges of this before in 2004 when Bush was running against Kerry, I felt like Bush couldn't win. Because I was in college at the time and everyone that I knew was a liberal. They were they were left wing and they, they were very, very much against Bush. I've said this in episodes before, but they were adamantly against Bush. I was definitely the only Bush supporter that I actually in my life knew. Like I was the only Bush supporter outside of the college Republicans that I I, I knew in my in my everyday life. Um, and, and at the time I was vice, I was actually president, I was vice president and then president of the college Republicans at the university that I went to. And, um, it was just a, it was a tiny group. It was like four or five people and, uh, four or five really dedicated people, but, but that's it. And those were the only Republicans I ever even knew. So I thought Bush was going to get annihilated and then it turns out he won. I'm hoping a very similar thing for this election. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Not because I'm a shill for President Trump. I think President Trump has been a pretty successful president. I think some people will disagree with that. But I think that what Trump has the power to do, he has done some pretty good things. The influence that the president can actually have, not the perceived influence that we think the president has. But what, what influence he does have, I think he's done a pretty good job up until this year he's making some mistakes right now they're not the mistakes that that people think he's making um they're more I mean no they're not I was gonna say they're more campaign issues but they're not they're definitely campaign issues but they're they're presidential errors um and they're gonna cost him And I'm I'm concerned about that and I'm worried about that, not because I'm a shill for him, but because I I fear what that means. If, If Donald Trump loses and Joe Biden wins, I fear what that means. Joe Biden has no original individual thought. Joe Biden can't string a sentence together. It's the people puppet mastering Joe Biden that scare me the most. So that leads me semi into what our conversation, our topic will be this week. I mentioned that I've seen a lot of people kind of... I I think we've lost, you know, the culture war. I think conservatives have lost the culture war. We're done. We gave it up. Um, We have no chance of winning the culture war now. And one thing that I've noticed in particular... And there, again, several topics can come from that. But I've noticed that... Christians, in particular, have been partially responsible for us seeding the culture war. So, my beef this week, and what our topic this week is going to be, is with Christians. I am a Christian. Um, if you have listened to the show, you know that. If you know me, you should know that. Um, I am a Christian. Kelly is a Christian. We feel confident that we are... You know, I, I don't know. Define strong in your faith. Uh, we we are strengthening our relationship with Jesus. We are actively trying to to engage in that. And you know, I'm I'm excited to have this conversation. So I will I w- preface the conversation by saying a few things. The first is this this conversation that we're gonna have this week comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of deep love for you for what you you say you believe um and and honestly a place of concern i love my fellow christians i i love i love everyone okay i i do i, I i'm supposed to it's hard <laughs> uh, but i do and and what i think that means may be different than what other people think that means but you know, I, I I struggle with this. This has been hard for me because I see a lot of people who who are Christian who say they are Christian, but their beliefs, the things that they they agree with, I I'm challenged, and I don't I don't I want to understand, but I don't understand with Black Lives Matter, and that that's going to be like the premise of the 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 conversation is that I, I believe that if you are a Christian, you can't support black lives matter. That's, that's the, the, that's going to be my hypothesis. And I'm going to, to test that. But then I, 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 there's, there's tons of evidence. I think that that'll back me, that that's going to back me up on that. And I'm going to, I'm going to share that. We're going to, we're going to talk through that. And and then, and then Kelly and I are going to share some verses that i think conflict with the demands of black lives matter. Well, the, the the common mistake here is that people think black lives matter is is just a statement. and it is, it's a, i mean it's a phrase, you say it, it's a phrase that you say. um but but very obviously all christians believe that black lives matter because all christians believe that all lives matter. But you can't, you can't, you can't say that anymore. All lives matter is now a racist statement. If you say all lives matter, the mob will say that you are a white supremacist who just doesn't agree with black lives matter. And you're using the phrase all lives matter to denigrate those who believe black lives matter. It's a stupid thing. It's a stupid, stupid thing because all Christians believe all lives matter. All Christian believes, all Christians believe that born and unborn lives matter at least they should. And that's another thing that we'll talk about. Um, but that's where that's where we stand. As a Christian, you, there is no other view. There is no other view than to believe that all lives matter because all of us were born in God's image. We were created in God's image. We are all brothers and sisters in that. And all lives, regardless of what you look like, You are born in God's image. And because of that, you are beautiful. And that's, that's, that is what it is. There's no other stance. There's no other hill to die on. All lives matter, period. But to say that you're a racist. So, so that's, that's in and of itself where the the argument starts. And, and I think that's such a, you know, they named their group so brilliantly because you can't say that you are against black lives matter without sounding like a bigot. But the reality is black lives matter is a left wing organization funded by people like George Soros who have agendas and their agendas are not to lift up black lives. Their agendas Their agenda is to push big government solutions onto African-Americans to keep them under the foot, under the boot of the government. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in the episode. Um, And if you don't believe me, there are plenty of examples in society right now that will back up what I'm saying. We we can touch on a couple right now, but I'll save a lot of this for the conversation coming up. The dismantling of our history, particularly statues. You can argue with me that destroying Confederate monuments, um, you know, destroys a dark spot in our history. You can make that argument and I won't push back too much on you. I might because, again, I believe that we... We need to remember our history in order to not repeat it. Because those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. So if we destroy all of these statues, if we destroy the Confederacy from American history altogether, we will be doomed to repeat that. We can't get, abolish all of our history, especially around slavery, because overcoming slavery is one of the great things that America did. Slavery was around long before America, it is still around in some nations in the world today. And abolish realizing that error in our ways and overcoming that is one of the most beautiful things that America has done. So that's that's something that shouldn't be erased. But even if you wanted to make that argument, and you were dismantling Confederate statues, that's one thing. Taking down a statue of Abraham Lincoln that it spits in the face of overcoming slavery. That is not something, that is not a piece of history that African Americans want to forget. That is not a piece of history that us as Americans should want to forget. Ulysses S. Grant fought against the Confederacy. He was a big reason why the Union won. And they took they, they, they took his they're taking his statue down. So I have to ask if we're taking down statues of people who freed the slaves. Is this really about black lives? And that's something you should be asking yourself, too, because it's an honest question. When a group of white people are demanding that a statue of Abraham Lincoln come down, just just sit there and think about that for a second. That's what's happening over the weekend a group of elderly African-Americans had to stand and guard a statue of Abraham Lincoln because a bunch of young, pasty white people wanted to tear it down. How does that help black lives? Matter of fact, how does any of this help black lives? So you have to separate the statement black lives matter from the organization black lives matter. Two different goals. Two different agendas. two Two different things. You can say Black Lives Matter and not support Black Lives Matter. And that's part of the argument I'm going to make. So for Christians to support Black Lives Matter, that means that you're supporting the agenda of the group Black Lives Matter. But there's been a lot of infighting in the Christian community between those who, who believe that as believers we must support Black Lives Matter because we must lift them up. And people who are adamantly against Black Lives Matter because they understand what the organization is. And I just think, I think there's a disconnect. I think a lot of the people who are putting black squares on Instagram and donating money to Black Lives Matter, they don't understand where that money really going. So we're going to talk about that later this week. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to have a deep conversation with my fellow Christians. We're going to talk about why the Bible says that, that you can't support this organization. And I invite any Christian who disagrees with me after they listen to the episode to come on, come on the show. Let's talk about it. DM me on Twitter. If you know me personally and you disagree, message me, text me. I want to have the conversation with you because I feel like it's worth having. But I also, I also think that that correlates with a lot of Christians who are having a really hard time pulling the lever for Donald Trump. And I understand that because the man is incredibly divisive. He's not nice. And I get it. And if, you, if you're a casual person who doesn't really pay much attention to the news, then I understand why you would think that people who are not supporting Black Lives Matter are terrible. And I would understand why you, you would have a hard time voting for Donald Trump because all you ever hear is bad things about Donald Trump. But we're at a time in our society where this, is, this is, it's bad. And you know it's bad. When my friends are telling me they're afraid to go downtown without their concealed carry... It's bad. When I'm afraid to wear a red hat outside because I'm afraid of how persecuted I will be. That's fine. Come on. Anybody with common sense knows that's stupid. So, that's that's, you know, why I'm going to start with this conversation with Christians. I think this will be a two-part episode. I don't think we're going to get to all of it in 40 minutes. I think I think it's going to take a couple of conversations. And then I'm going to pivot outside of Christianity and I'm going to talk about how I'm disappointed in conservatives. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm disappointed in Christians because I, they're coming after Jesus guys. They are Sean King, a white guy who pretends to be black. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's like a head of BLM. He's a founder of black lives matter. He looks like a white guy to me. I don't know. Maybe that's racist and look at him, take a look at him and then tell me if I'm wrong. He is saying that we should tear down statues of Jesus. He said it in a tweet. He calls him European Jesus. So, so I, I I challenge my my Christian friends. Are we okay with that? We're just okay with that. There are pastors who are saying that it should happen. There are priests, Catholic priests, who are say, who are supporting this. What? What? What are we doing? Part part. I don't want to get too much into it because I'll spoil what I want to say. But part of our job, as our job, our response—it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to God, is to to shepherd. And while some people make the argument that yeah, idols of Jesus are—they're just idols—but they stand. What what that means? That's that's a representation of our faith standing its ground. That statue of Jesus means more to me than even the statues of the founders. Because that statue of Jesus, that, that means that our faith is still, this is so silly, but, but statues are symbols and symbols are representations. And once you erase Jesus, once you take those statues down. That's one step closer to completely erasing Jesus, completely erasing Christianity, which if you know anything about communism, if you know anything about socialism, you know that is a goal of theirs. That is what what they want to do. They have to, because they don't want you to have faith in anything but the system. They don't want you to have any faith in anything but the community. They don't want you to have faith in anything but the government. If you don't believe me, look it up. Look it up. I can't spend all 40 minutes of this podcast providing my sources. But if you look it up, you'll see that what I'm saying is true. Marxism chooses to erase. Whenever whenever a country embraces communism, they did it in Russia. They did it in the Soviet Union. One of the first things they do is destroy all religious iconography. Iconography. I can't say that word. And the reason they do that is because they don't want the people to have faith in anything but the system, because they need you to rely on the system. Communism is a trick. Socialism is a trick. It's the promise of something good so that few can gain ultimate power. Hitler was a socialist. Nazism is a form of socialism. It's fascism. Fascism is a branch off of socialism. look it up but anyways that's that's kind of a tease so i've teased you I've, I've poked you just enough that you may be very mad at me and that's fine i welcome that but what i want is a dialogue what i want is a conversation and kelly and i are going to go back and forth and we're going to discuss this and we're also going to 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 just talk i'm in no place to lecture you about how to be a christian but i can state facts and i can tell you that that this is what the Bible says. And then you can make the decision after hearing that, after having the conversation of what you think. And my job is not to, my my goal, I guess, not job. My goal is not to, to, you know, I don't know, to, to belittle you. My goal is to open your eyes a little bit to what's really going on. And maybe to direct you back to some verses that maybe you haven't looked at in a while but also to express the importance of standing up and defending our values defending our beliefs more than ever because they're under attack and if we remain quiet like we have in the past if we're polite we're gonna lose and believe me when i say we don't want that so this is a tease this is the preview we're going to get into it i think the episode's going to drop on wednesday and I'm very curious for your feedback, so please give it to me. Anyways, that's all I got today. I'm going to be doing a YouTube video later this week. Um, I think on The Last of Us 2, which is a video game that, well, we'll talk about it. I'm a bit of a gamer, and I like to occasionally talk about video games. So I'm going to post that video later this week. Um, it'll be a little different. We haven't really done anything like that. But I think examining some, you know, um, some pieces of cultural fiction that maybe... Have embraced this SJW um, logic and are suffering for it so this SJW way of believing that that are forcing a message on you at the sake of the story and we're gonna talk about that um, in that video I'm gonna bring it up and show you some examples of what people are saying and and compare that Um, so so we'll talk about that Um, but that's that's all I got today so thank you for listening and I hope you'll join us on Wednesday for the conversation again I come from a place of love. I love you guys, and I want—I just want what's best for everyone. But at the same time, I want to—I want to protect my faith. Uh, it's important. It's—it's it's so important. Um, but that's for a later time. So thank you very much, and uh, I'll see you guys later.